Hello, everyone. We will be with you soon. We had some technical difficulties, so we had to repost the show, reschedule the show. We were starting the show, and then something went wrong. Hello, Tina and May. The show will start in just a few minutes, and I hope everybody will come back. Technical difficulties. That's what it was. So, we're happy you're here, and we'll get started right away. Hello, really, Charlie. We had some technical difficulties, but we are almost ready to launch. We'll be with you in a moment. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> Ooh, so sorry. Even we have mishaps. <laughs> we often have mishaps. It doesn't take anything except press one wrong button. That's all it takes. That's, That's it. what it was. One button. <laughs> well, greetings, everyone. Ooh, this is boy. I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I am Anthony Cordova. Woo. Still alive. Here we are. It's the stress of doing two shows, moving from Studio One. No, no Studio. <laughs> see, we can't even keep track. <laughs> studio Three to, to studio, studio One. one. Yes. 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 Oh, but, but we but we got it now. We got it now. We got it. We got it. Yeah. I think we should welcome the people who are here. Yes. We have May. We have Ashley. We have Hi, Dana. Ashley. Hi, Dana. We have really Charlie. Hi, really Charlie. And us. And us. We have a we have a small audience because we confused one everyone. technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> one. Wow. Isn't that a trip? Yep. Well maybe 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 they'll, you know, like come back and see that the show is going on and, and all of that. But otherwise, yay, let's do our show. Let's it, do it, our be, show. It'll be like uh like old times. Which old times? They'd <laughs> be like old times from the regular podcast where you know we couldn't interact with our audience um you know and now that no this is actually this no, that's not, this yeah, is a, in, this is a intimate 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 inter, in, intimate intimate <laughs> setting yes it's an intimate setting yes, yes that's what it is we yes gather around everybody getting close getting close just us. It's just us. It's just us. So why don't we get to our topic? Why don't we do that, Jill? Tonight, we thought we would talk about no one to stay. Um, people often talk about, and we have talked about, when to run. <laughs> <laughs> yes, run. <laughs> when to leave that relationship. relationship. But tonight, we want to talk about reasons to stay. Yeah. So you a, go first. That's a good idea. Well... We're talking about, and this this can go for any committed relationship. Um, yeah, any really committed relationship. So it maybe if you're married, if you're living together, if um, if you've been together for you know five years, maybe just dating. You know, um, what's a good reason to break up, and what is not? a good reason to break up. So if we're talking marriage, if, if your partner, let's say, doesn't clean the bathroom <laughs> to your liking, that's not a good reason to, you know, get rid of this marriage. And, and what I'm getting at is all some of the little little things, you know, that, that you just don't like that your uh, 
partner does. If your partner snores, that is not you snore too. That is not <laughs> a good reason to leave the relationship. It's it's not. It's something you can work out. You know, little things like that. Not not a good reason. But don't you think leave. little things add up to big things? Well, yes, they can. They can. If there's many, 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 many things. But I always say. Those are the things you need to look at before you get into that committed relationship with a person. And then it saves you a lot of headache. But a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't they don't. Well, a lot of people don't show that until they're in the committed relationship. Well, you you actually need to be looking for it. I mean, then, then also don't rush. Don't rush. You know, I got where we're. Before Jill, I used to have all these awful relationships. Um, and really, it was mostly because I was moving too fast. I didn't, I didn't get time. I didn't give myself enough time to see who that person really is. And I also didn't give that person enough time to see who I really was. So it goes both ways. Uh, so what do, you, what do you think about that, Jill? Well, I think that reasons to leave are your awareness of your own deal breakers. So if you have deal breakers, then again, to to your point, you should discuss those <laughs> ahead of time, um, you know, yeah. before you're in that committed relationship and, and, you know, be on the lookout for that. But the little things... Um, I consider just pet peeves, um, but I believe that there are reasons to stay if you communicate, you know, those pet uh, peeves, that, uh, and then maybe those pet peeves, you know, you won't. There won't be as many. There's still going to be something yeah. probably that they do that gets on your nerves, but <laughs> we're talking about yeah. you know, know when to stay. Yeah. So, um, so to me, it comes down to deal breakers versus pet peeves. Okay. Deal breakers okay. leave. Okay, but we're we're talking about reasons to stay. Pet peeves stay, but if not you, necessarily. If you communicate um, them, I mean, unless it's something well, major. Well, well, let's say, for instance, you're in a committed relationship, and doesn't matter, male, female, woman, woman, man, man, uh, transgender, doesn't matter. Relationships are relationships, so. Let's say you've been with this person for, I don't know, four years. Well, May has given us an example. She, okay. she just Oh, wrote, I, would love, I would love to hear that. May wrote, well, here I am, an expert in this topic. I survived a narcissistic man. Didn't Ooh. see it until we were together. Narciss, narcissist Ooh. people do yeah, hide that. Yeah. Um, didn't see it until we were together. And it slowly appeared on a four-year relationship. He's my ex and still reaches out to me. I've moved on, but he hasn't. Sigh. Oh, well, you know, I'm I'm sorry to hear that, May. Um however, and 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 I do know that narcissists are like that. They will mm-hmm. they um, go out they of their can, way to deceive you. Yes. So they can <laughs> they can hide who they really are for quite some time. So um, you know, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry no that joke. he's still trying to pull you back in. Okay, so that's that's not on you. You know, you were being deceived from the beginning. Um, and you know the and narcissists, narcissists have a way of like yeah. making you think you're the bad well, guy. Well, they do gaslighting, <laughs> they'll mm-hmm. gaslight you and everything. Um, but really, May, and, and, and I'm saying this from my heart, you actually need to cut off all contact with this person. I mean, all contact. If you have to change your number, your email, all of that. No, you can block people. Well, whatever you, you, whatever you need to do, but disappear from that person because that person can do nothing 
but drain your energy from you. He's, he's an energy vampire. So whatever good you have in your positive energy, this person will try to take it from you. And, and they won't be happy until they succeed. Until they, until they do. So, But it sounds like she she has succeeded, you know, because part it's it's part of, you know, having, you know, believing in yourself and 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 loving yourself enough to leave. Yes. You know, because yes. a four-year relationship, you know, you know, you you think yeah, you're in love, you think they're they love you, but they love themselves more in this case. <laughs> yes, because that's they're how narcissistic. Narcissists. Narcissists are. This is this is true, but um, you know, y- you can't you can't maintain any type of a relationship with a narcissist you were in a relationship with. They'll they'll always come back. They'll always or they'll try. Yeah. They'll yeah, they'll keep coming back at you, trying to get you pulled back in and all of that. Because narcissists are very, very good at seeing the people they're in a relationship with. Uh, they're very good at seeing that person's weakness. Well, I wouldn't call so, it a weakness. Well, what I'm, well, what I'm, I guess what I'm saying at something, what I'm saying is. See someone's heart. Yes. You what know, I'm saying is they, they know that you're loving. They know you're compassionate. Exactly. So that's exactly. not a weakness at all. No, it's not a weakness, but they perceive it as a weakness. This is how I'm going to get back in. I'm going to play on their kindness. I'm going to play on the relationship we had. I'm going to play on the good times we had. Because you definitely had some good times with a narcissist (laughs) in the beginning. You had really good times with a narcissist because they will make themselves seem like the very best person ever. In the world. So you'll have a good time. You'll you'll go great places. You'll do great things. But uh, like May says, he slowly started showing himself mm-hmm. or herself. I don't I don't know. She which said kind a man. Of man. OK, but you start showing himself. So, um, yeah. So no one to stay. That's not a time. That's to not stay. a time. No. Nope. <laughs> narcissists don't, nope. don't stay with a narcissist. No, nope. no. No. So I hope um, you are able to move on. She and, has moved on. And like, keep moving on. <laughs> Just keep on moving Further on. Further away. <laughs> yes. Keep on moving on. Um, and May, uh, y- you don't need anybody unless you want them, but you are great. Just the way you are just as you are so you don't need anybody to complete you um you know if you meet somebody and they enhance your life great but if they the moment you see them do anything that's a red flag to you i'm out (laughs) any red flag uh well almost yes yes absolutely yes after because after you've been with someone like that, um, you need to look really, really closely at a person that you're interested in. And uh, narcissists know what type of people to find. Like you I know, said, someone very caring, caring and kind. So, yes. so May hasn't changed who she is. So Which another, is good. I applaud you yes. for that. So another, a lot of people lose themselves when they're with correct. narcissists. So uh, narcissists can spot that. They can they can spot kind people. They can spot the people they uh, need. They want to manipulate. Uh, so you know they're they're good at it. Narcissists are, are, are for the most part good at what they do. Um, so I hope. Life is just great for you from this point so on would be fabulous. I hope so too. So narcissist, not a reason to stay. Nope. <laughs> um, I think we should uh, welcome people who have joined us. We have Greg and we still have really Charlie. Hey, Greg. We have Sandra. Of course we have May. Sandra. We have Sam. I am. 
and hey. Dave, and we have Gabby Good to see you all. and Ashley. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, coming back to our show. <laughs> the do-over. <laughs> Hit didn't one wrong button and it stopped it everything. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Thanks. I, you know, do you do you think anyone in the audience has any good reasons to stay in a bad relationship? In a bad one? Yes. You know, sometimes, uh, let's say people are in committed relationship and they're in it for a long time. Let's say you've been in this relationship for 10 years and your partner does something awful. Or maybe you find out that they've been doing awful things during the whole relationship. That's usually the case. <laughs> okay. But now you find out. But then you start questioning well, we've been together for 10 years. Well, we can work through it. You know, it's, we can, we, we, we got 10 years in this. We can, we can work through it. Well, you, depends on what, what it was that they did, but sometimes. Infidelity. Sometimes people forgive for that. Yeah. Sometimes. And stay together. I'm not one of those people. (laughs) But <laughs> but sometimes people are can forgive that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, yes. Um, uh, May gave us an update. She says, "Yep, now I'm focused on one person at the moment. Yay! All right. And this person has saved me from myself when I needed someone to talk to, and he always makes me feel better. He's passionate." kind, tells it like it is, and I appreciate who he is, though he's long long distance. Oh, we should talk about that. Um, <laughs> we could have a whole show on But he's distance. close by in my heart. Well, that's great. That's I, beautiful. I'm I, happy for you. I am very happy for you. Um, and sometimes, you know, sometimes after you've been in a, uh, uh, a bad relationship, th- this is one case where I could say, Maybe that long distance relationship this time is is a good thing. I usually don't say that. I usually don't say long distance well, we, relationships are good. But in in May's case, I believe this could be a good thing. Well, for some people, that's what they prefer. They they are. I, we know people who are married and live in different states. Yes, and that works for them. It does work for them. I and I have to admit I, I understand it works for them um but I I I still can't wrap my brain around it. As open-minded as I am, I can't imagine us being married and not living together. I just can't imagine. Well, when we that. dated, technically you were long distance sometimes. Not not really. I came home every week. Every yeah, but you weren't home, home every day. And I, no, but we didn't live together. We were dating. True. That that's that's okay. You know, and and during that time, I did come home during the week, uh, maybe one or two times during the week, and then on the weekend. Um, but we didn't even see each other during the week when I came home. So we didn't, have, but we still didn't have a long I used to, relationship. From the time that I was in high school and started dating, up until my thirties, I actually preferred to have long distance relationships because I wanted my space, and I didn't, I did not want to see them every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but it was, you know, when I wanted the companionship, they were there. So, mm-hmm. you know, so for a while, I actually went for it. Um, really, Charlie says, be careful. Really, Charlie says, be careful always with long distance relationships. And I know the flip side of it too. My my first husband. We dated long distance, different states, right up until the time we got, well, even when we were engaged. So we mm-hmm. never lived in the same state yep. until we were married. Yep. And that turned out to be Awful. a bad. I, I learned, <laughs> I realized what I had not seen um, before, but yes. most of my relationships were, were fine. Um, May yep. also says, stay in a bad relationship, um, kids depending on the ages of the kids. So sometimes people stay. Because of kids. She says, hey, hate to say it, a comfort zone, 
that person knows your boundaries and needs, and they know you for years. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, some, and, and actually, I, um, I don't see it so much as I did when I was younger. So, you know, then. See what I'll, as much? Well, people staying married for the kids. That's that's the reason. Right? Once we get them off to college, you know, we're we're done. Um, but I can. That's at least 18 what, years. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. But let me let me let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you all something uh, about, you know, my life and how I grew up. Um, growing up in my house and my two other siblings that grew up in the house. I have one older brother that didn't grow up in the same house, but there was a lot of bad stuff going on. There was physical abuse, mental abuse, um, you know, between my mother and father and, and all of that. And it was bad. It was bad. My father didn't stop beating up on my mother until my brother and I got old enough to stop him. I always felt they should have been divorced because it was like awful. But, and you know, it's weird because we've had good times growing up, but then we've had real bad times. So I always felt that they shouldn't have stayed together, let's say, for the kids. But check this out. Once we all moved out of the house, no more problems. They really? were fine. Or so you think. Oh, I know because I lived down the street. But you weren't there all the time. So you, you know, behind closed doors. They, well, somebody... I'm not going to say whether it's my was my mother or my father, but somebody or both of them changed once all of our kids were in. I could go to the house. Like I said, I live down the street. I can go to the house at any time and I'd see them hugged up. I never saw my parents hugged up until I moved out the house. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't believe in staying for the kids. I, I just I just don't because there's a lot of dysfunction going on when uh, two people really probably should be divorced. Well, based on what you're saying, kids often actually know what's going on. Exactly. So I knew and it messed me up. That's why I had so many bad relationships. When I was growing up, it took took a long time for me to learn how to do, how to be different, how not to be that. And, you know, case I was funny. I was thinking about this uh, today and I, I have no reason why. But Jill, you and I and, and I've told this story before. Some of you may have heard it, but uh, Jill and I were married for several years and I was snoring. <laughs> I, I wasn't snoring on purpose, but I was snoring. And, you know, she'll nudge me, stop snoring, stop snoring. So I'd stop, and but I fell right back to sleep, and I snored right in her ear. I was like, <sighs> well, you turned, you turned toward and, me and snored in my ear. Yeah, and she, she thought I did it on purpose, but I didn't. I was asleep, and Jill got mad. <laughs> She got really mad and she screams, that's it. And she gets out the bed and she's going to storm off. I'm, and you laugh. I'm laughing. He laughed at me, everybody. I, he just laughed. I, I thought it was funny as all get out. Uh, That's like telling someone to be calm when they're not. Like it just made me matter. I, I thought, yeah, and it did make her matter. And 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 I said to Jill, "That's it. That's that's all you got." Which made me matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? And, but the deal is, that was actually my dysfunction because I grew up with 
all of this violence and this and and all of the profanity and all of this, you know, loud cussing and everything one second and the next second, everybody's fine. So that was and my I dysfunction. did not grow up in and that Jill type of household. Like, hey, you know, if you're going to get mad at me, get really mad at me. But, you know, it didn't phase me at all. Um, I, I thought, you know, hey, she's a lightweight. She doesn't know how to fight. <laughs> but it was it was my dysfunction because of how I grew up. So um, I don't laugh when Jill gets mad anymore. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a very good thing. <laughs> so, you know, in my, in my case, uh, I go back to, yeah, my parents should have been divorced. They should have been. They shouldn't have been together. Just created dysfunction and generations worth of dysfunction. And uh, I don't wish that on anybody. Nope. Yeah. So reasons to stay is what we're actually talking about. Yeah, I know, but it keeps, it keeps, (laughs) (laughs) well, what I'm saying, that was not a good reason to stay. You know, well, we're married. We got kids. We got to raise our kids and, and all of that. It wasn't a good reason to stay in a marriage. I even talked to my mother Mom, you you have to leave him. Well, I can't. Where am I going to go? She would say. You we have, have really Charlie on the stage. Welcome, hey, Charlie. Hey, really Charlie. What's going on? I'm trying to mute this TV. One second here. The, uh, Throw a rock at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet it do right down. Then I'll have to get a new one, a bigger one. A, a good excuse, see? <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. That's when I play baseball with the grandson in the house. All right, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that uh, some people stay, especially when I, um, I seen this when I was in uh, California. Culturally, they stay together um, and don't want the embarrassment of separating um, and that pressure from your family would uh, would make you go through these things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. That's so, very true. That's yeah. the reason I, I married my first husband, because I was not happy on our wedding day. But I looked around, and I was like, well, there are 250 people who came here. I flew in for the wedding, and they're all here. They're all waiting for me to walk down the aisle. But... The, mu- the music kept going, so I think people thought I wasn't going to walk down the aisle, but <laughs> <laughs> but I finally did. You should have uh, moonwalked out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that. They- my, my stepfather at the time offered to, to get me out of there. Pull, Just go the other the way. <laughs> yeah, that would have done alarm. it. Yeah. Runaway bride. <laughs> she ran away. But yes, it was all because I, I would have been embarrassed to tell everyone, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So I went through it with them. But I understand. it was doomed from the start. Yeah. But, but, right. but you know, all of us uh, kind of are like that. We, we, we get, um, as we're growing up, our elders will tell us, well, you know, you're a teenager, go out, have fun, date and stuff, then find a nice person, get married, have kids, and that's it. There's there's your life. Um, they never tell you, and this was my problem, they never tell you that get married when you're ready to get <laughs> married. Get married when you're mature enough to get married. Get married then. Don't rush it. Just, you know, slow and down. And for some people, marriage is, is not the answer. No. no so so not, so yeah. not everyone yeah. needs to get married. Ex- exactly. Ever. <laughs> Why do you be ever, Jill? Come not on. Not everyone <laughs> needs that, you know. Well, they can have companionship without, you know, the institution of marriage. Yes, that no, that is very, that is very, very true. That's very true. So, yeah, there's think, all types of relationships. What did you say, Charlie? I think the military owes a lot of people a lot of money because of their strenuous boot camps. 
And what happens is that men and women go through the boot camp. And then when they're finally out, they end up mingling with people in the service. And they think that's the greatest man or woman in the world just because of boot camp. And then shortly after they get married. And then shortly after they get divorced. And um, I've seen that so many times with the, you know, you you stay, well, you're in the military, you go through boot camp, and now you're free from the boot camp. And then you go out and you meet people and think you met the most beautiful woman or, or man in the world, and then all of a sudden, let's get married. And they didn't have no opportunity to know each other other than, you know, they had a good weekend or two or three or four, whatever it may be, and they get married. And then I see so many people divorce. Um, it happened so many times um, in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, and especially on my other job, men and women coming on the job, and they would share those experiences that I got married after boot camp, you know? And, uh, right. And I got divorced shortly after that, you know? So, yeah but uh, yeah you're, you're right um and you know that gets back to you know if if i am honest with myself i probably wasn't ready to get married until i was maybe 40 years old <laughs> and i had been married and divorced already um but when, as i look back at it i i i wasn't ready to be married when i, I think i got the first time I got married, I was 24, 24 years old. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I well, can say your, that now, your, but yeah. Your best marriage was when you decided that you wanted to go look at some books, but buy a CD. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That That is very true. And, and honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't. Yeah, that was right, like around when I met you. Um, before that, I, I wasn't ready. You I think I that. was ready the first time I got married. I just, my picker was off. <laughs> Your picker sure was <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> my well, picker's right on the money. <laughs> that's what my picker is. <laughs> All right, yes, nice it talking is. to you guys. We love talking to you too. All right. Yeah, we sure do. We sure do. But this is um this is an interesting evening because you know, even though like you just said, Jill, the the topic is when to stay, but it seems that really we want to know when to leave. <laughs> That's what we really want to know when to leave. Well, I think we're all agreeing on when you should leave. Is everything that our audience has May and Charlie that they brought up, we we you know, those are reasons to leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd also like to welcome Greg and Erica R uh, to the audience. They yes. they have been in for a little bit. We're happy to see you here. We always 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 love when we see uh new people come into the audience of this show and uh, I just want to thank all of you that are that are new to this show, um, it's just wonderful that you're here and nice meeting you. That's right. Charlie, did you want to say something else? Yes. Um, Gabby's new to Fireside. Um, she was just on my show just in, uh, a couple of hours ago. Just wanted to let you know that. Oh, uh, well, welcome, right. Gabby, to Fireside and to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fireside. Yay. Well, um. Hmm. Oh, you know, that just made me think of stuff. I don't know if everyone in the audience heard the news yet, but now you can use an Android product to get on Fireside. Yes. So now all devices work. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, really, Charlie. You just all, need to update your app. Yes. So really, Charlie, all the guests that you were having problems with, your guests that didn't have um, iPhones, they can get on now with the device. Yes. They and and have. still, you know, comment, go to video, you know, everything that every everyone can do. 
Yeah, so, so we we might have more, um, you know, people to interview on the yeah. show now. Yeah, because, now we don't have to talk about that. Um, there, yeah, there were many people we were going to yeah, have we're on like, the show. Yeah, we're like, no, <laughs> not yet. But now we can. Yeah, that's just Yay. cool. That it's is cool. Really, really cool. This is this is excellent. So, any other reasons why people should, should stay? Stay. Um, hmm. I th- I think it's question. very important to understand that that no one is perfect, including you, including that, us. That's, that's right? right. So sometimes people make a mistake. This you know, they weren't thinking or there, there's some reason why they did what they did. Yeah. Right. So in those cases, I think, again, communication is key to if it's something that's not your deal breaker, but it's something that hurts you, let's mm-hmm. say, talk it, talk about it, talk about it. And if you're still, you know, you know, a lot of times when people, the example you gave earlier was cheap, trust goes out the window. So if you have no, well, for me, if I can't trust you, then I'm not going to be in a relationship with Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You know, you then you know you you'll be over there. I can I can love you from afar. Okay, I I I have another. But if I do trust you and trust that that you know Mm. the change is a one time or that that incident is a one time thing, then maybe there's a chance. Okay, here's here's the question. What if your partner uh, continuously does horrible things? Doesn't matter what it is, just these horrible, horrible things that would make you want to leave. But then you find out that your partner was um, diagnosed with some type of mental illness. What do you do then? Well, I would hope that, well, you said a diagnosis, so they've, they've sought help for this yes. condition. Well, if you know that they're working on it, and you too understand how to be in a relationship with someone with that condition, you know, so you might need help as well to talk, you mm-hmm. know, like someone to talk to about it, professional help. Um, then, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave some, you know, in sickness and in health, I believe in. And so I wouldn't leave you if you were, you know, diagnosed with. <laughs> I was diagnosed. I, well, I'm the one that condition. told you to seek help. Well, I had, <laughs> well, yes, I, I, had, I had been um, uh, depressed, clinically depressed for uh most of my life, you know, when you hear what type of house I grew up in. Um, but, but you when, didn't you didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I eventually got some help and I was on medication. Actually, we, I was on medication when when we met. They kept up in the meds and they kept not working. So that's uh, when Jill I won't say on my case. Jill has just this wonderful voice. She says, sweetheart, you have to get some help. You have to get some help. Are and you going to cry? And then I cried. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Um, so that, that, that was good. But again, I wasn't. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jill. I never tried to take my depression out on Jill. Uh, mostly it affected me, <laughs> you know, just me. So I was very good at uh, hiding my depression. Uh, I was also, you know, in, in trucking. So it was good for me to, you know, be gone for days, to be gone for a month, to be gone for two months, three months. That was good. Before me. That was before <laughs> before Jill. Yes. But it was still okay because in the beginning, when as I said earlier, um, we saw each other on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Charlie says help is important. Yeah, help is important. And I did I did get some help. Um 
and eventually was able to get off the medication. And uh, so I did therapy. Uh, I did some other things and meditation, uh, things like that. And um, I was able to get off the meds. Absolutely. I haven't been on them since. And, and since that's we... been how many years now? A lot. Yeah. At least 15, maybe. I don't know. A lot. At least 10 years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And yeah, since somewhere. we've been married, um, I found out that I was, I had suppressed some PTSD issues um, that I, I wasn't aware that I had blocked, but it was affecting many things in my life. Um, so I sought help and, you know, you were, you were there supporting me mm-hmm. then too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I want to backtrack. I want to backtrack, um, you know, on the mental illness thing. So the, a, a person can be diagnosed. So they did awful, awful things. Then they got diagnosed and then they decided, I'm not taking these meds. I'm not that's, doing this. No, I'm difficult. not doing that. So um, what do you do then? Do you, is that still a reason to stay? I mean, cause they did get some help they did identify what the problem is but do you still stay when the person doesn't take their meds on the regular i mean they don't want to do anything that they're supposed to be doing uh to help their mental illness they don't want to go to therapy they they just want to keep on going like they've always gone well that that's that's tough cuz again i don't i don't want to I don't want to drop someone because of a, of a, you know, mental health is medical as well. Um, but you have to want to help yourself and, you know, make it, you know, like I, I believe that good relationships involve people uplifting each other and enhancing mm. each other's lives. And if what you're not doing for yourself hinders the other person from, you know, living a, a life of quality and, and not having those frustrations, mm-hmm. then, then that, that needs to be addressed. Yeah. And, you know, depending on what it is, you may or may not be able to stay in that relationship, depending mm-hmm. on what that condition is. That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's true. Um, but mm, now, and, and you know, I I hate to be this way, and I'm going to put it so directly. But if you, <laughs> Charlie says, call you, Hall. <laughs> <laughs> if if you were diagnosed with, let's say, schizophrenia, and you sought help, and you you know you got help, I'm right by your side. No way, you know, all the time, right by your side, supporting you and what you're going through and all of that. But if you decided, nope, I'm not going to do anything I'm supposed to do to help my mental illness. I'm out. That's that's <laughs> a lot to handle. I'm, I'm, I, I have to I have to leave because um, these are things that. We're not equipped to handle, you know, unless we're a and the, and psychiatrist that's the, and or that's something. And that's the thing. You know? That's the thing. You know, I've had some friends, you know, try to make me their their medical professional, and I am yeah, not. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, and that, and I think that's unfair to put that on somebody who isn't. You know, yeah. um, because I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is this is true. Well, we're almost at our end time, but before I end that, and I, really, Charlie says the stress will burn you out. That's true. Yes, it, it That's will. True. That's it, what happened in that case with my friend. But um, does anyone want to speak to say anything, or just to introduce yourself because we haven't seen you before? Um, just you know, you can request to speak and just. Say hi. And Stefan <laughs> has entered the audience. Hey, Stefan. Yay. Everybody. As, w- as well as Honey Child. Honey Child. I love that. <laughs> Hello, Honey Child. 
I oh, like that shoot. too. That's hey. great. Honey, child, why why doesn't she show up on mine? You just passed her twice. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I can't see her. Right there. There. there she is. Hello, honey, child. I love that. I just love I love that she called herself that. That's excellent. Honey, child, you want to say hello? You want to request to speak and say hello? So I'm and very for, interested. And for those new to Fireside, the way that you request to speak um, is on your lower the lower left of your screen, there's a circle with an equal sign in it. If you click on that, uh, toward it'll give you a drop-down menu. And toward the top, it says invite or request to speak. Or there's two ways you can do this. Um, you should see a little plus sign up by where we are. You can, and it says speakers. You can just press that and uh, it will request. It'll give you a request to speak. I'm not sure everyone can see that. I think you might have to be Why a creator to speak to see it. No, I use it all the time when I creator. request. No, I mean to uh, other people's shows. You're a creator. Oh, I'm can anybody sure. else see that plus <laughs> sign that says that's not a creator? creator? You can clap if you can see it. If you're not a creator. And if you're new to Fireside and you don't know how to clap. One of those oh. <laughs> three emojis that go across the bottom. There's the clap sign. There is the on the react button. React button. Happy sign and all of that. And the party sound. Or you can hit the react button and it'll pull up emojis and you can press that and then press send. But yeah, there's several things you can do. But everybody's quiet tonight. Except really Charlie. And May May wrote some things when she was here. May wrote some great things. Yep. Uh, she should be a writer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, May should See, be. See, I'm a not the only writer. one that makes people turn people into writers. <laughs> well, you know, some people. You know, even though I read, I um, I write, um, you know, poetry, and I was working on a novel, which I'll go back to one day, but. Uh, the, the, the physical act of writing, I don't like that too much. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it is. It is kind really, of funny. Charlie, you're on the stage. It's also quiet because Chris and Monica are not. <laughs> <laughs> you are probably right. You are probably oh, right. Now we have to say something to Monica. She she kept saying, come to my show, come to my show. We come to her show and she doesn't, it's the one time she doesn't come to ours. But she came to your show. She did come to my show. Which she, she did. hadn't done before. She so. did. So that's that's cool. I'm I'm not I'm not uh, holding that against her. That's that's cool. <laughs> I guess she knew you weren't going to do your dance tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Monica was trying to get me to dance on the, the table in, in in speedos. <laughs> Y'all don't want that. Now let me tell you. No, you do not want that. All right. So well, it's the we... top of the hour. We should close it out. All right, I'm I'm ready. I'm I mean I'm on it. But I don't want that. I want this one. There we go. We're back. Okay. Well the song that you're listening to, uh, shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova the Third um, for composing it and letting us use it. Um, thank you all, audience, for being here. Um, yes. and thank you for co hosting with me. You're welcome. No problem. <laughs> I'll do this for you once a week, once a every week, Wednesday Every, every Wednesday night, o'clock. you'll do this with me? Oh, and I forgot to mention these things we need to mention. Uh, my show, Double PFR, Poetic People Fighting Racism, is coming up this Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And the topic of that show is justified killings. Justified killings. Well, I, I hope you all check that out and come and and, and contribute. Uh, because when you come to my show, you're becoming an everyday activist. 
So please come. I would love to see you all again. It's a safe space. Yes, and it's a very safe place. You see, I'm a nice guy. You know, you know, I'm, I'm not the angry black man. He's I, the man about love. <laughs> yes, I am all about love. And I really do. I love everyone in the audience. Even I though too. I haven't met you yet, I have love for you. So I'm glad. I'm really happy. All the new faces are in that are in the audience, and I would really love to see them all again. And it, it doesn't have to be in my sad Saturday show, you know. It could be this one. Could next be this week. one. Yeah, it could be your <laughs> show. You know, wait with me, um, which is which is great. But you know, we're all positive, positive things, spreading love, be positive, love each other, and the world can be a better place. That's right. Yeah. All right, so we're going to close this thing out, Jill? Sure. All right. Again, love you all. Hope to see you again soon. I'm going to turn off video, but I'm still here. Because I don't want to leave you all. But I have to go. (laughs) So love you all. Love you all. Take care. Till next time.